I heard a uh, story about you. I was wondering if it's true. Everything you've heard about me is true. Tell me a story. Wait. Like my story? Well, then I got a big bad bear story for you out there. The story had me a little confused. Uh... Tonight's top story. And then this one time, Ginny wasn't on the bus to go to school. That's exactly what happened. Boy, what a story. This one time at band camp. All right, now let's see where were we. And I'll tell you a me tale of woe. Far off tales and children's stories, that's all that is. Welcome to Life's Mixtape. I am your host, Bethany Severson. And this is where real people share their real life stories, the ups and downs, and everything in between. So sit back and relax. It's story time. Welcome to Life's Mixtape. This week's topic is about stereotypes felt in the workplace and from society. As a female in a male-dominated workplace, let me tell you, I've been there a time or two. The struggle's been real. So like anyone else, I posted on Facebook to see who else has felt like this and could give me some feedback to some questions. Now alongside with my special guest, Lucas, we will take turns reading different listeners' responses to the questions. What stereotypes do you face in the workplace and from society? And how do these stereotypes affect the way you see yourself? As we read these responses and also share some external commentary to them, remember that these are just examples of one person's opinion or experience. Listener Maya said that the societal stereotype she gets labeled with is anti-vaxxer. In a direct quote from her, she says, I'm not an anti-vaxxer, but I am pro-freedom, but because the legislation I've brought up and the choices I've made as a mother, I get labeled as an anti-vaxxer. When asked if it's affected how she views herself, her response was, well, maybe that I have seen myself as being a difficult person when I don't necessarily think that's the case. Like Bethany mentioned before, in this episode we're sharing others' opinions, but I do see where Maya is coming from here by being put in a box whether or not you necessarily see yourself in that role, and it is hurtful when others want to label you as such. I know from secondhand knowledge that standing up for herself has cost some relationships in her life. It's not easy making choices that cause people to cut you out of their life. Listener Patty, who is a female electrician, shared the challenges she's faced in her training and career. When she first started for the first few years, Patty mentioned the difficulty in wanting to even pursue this career because of the pressure of feeling like everyone was judging her and questioning her skills. She shared a term that I was not familiar with, and truth be told, I googled it. It was imposter syndrome which means you basically feel inadequate in having the right skills and knowledge despite the training or education you may have received. You question everything you're doing and if you're doing it right. Having this fear that others will discover you're a fraud. Adding to the pressure one already puts on themselves and failing because the standards are too high. I feel like we've all been in a place mentally or emotionally a time or two where we've all felt like that. But as a female in this particular field, or I'll just say too that any field, again, where it's mostly men, 
and a woman comes into the picture, the stereotypes that they face are they can't make inappropriate jokes because they'll get in trouble. Or as Patty mentioned, she tried to go along with the jokes versus setting a boundary right away because she just wanted to fit in and she didn't want to come off as a prude. Men might feel like a woman is trying to take over their territory when as a male, they're off to work away from their spouse and just want to let loose. Just be one of the guys. And when a female comes into that space, they get defensive. Patty said at different job sites, depending on if the other crew members were older, she felt like she really had to put in the effort to show she knows her stuff and she has the right knowledge. Going back to the imposter syndrome, Patty said it really took a toll on her confidence when it just seemed like others only nitpicked things that she was doing wrong, telling her she wasn't fast enough at getting certain jobs done. She had to work hard to gain her confidence and be in a place where she can confidently set healthy boundaries and confront others when they make her uncomfortable. She also shared that she is a part of a committee to help other women in this field fight for their rights along with trying to help families fight for their rights in their union. It sounds amazing. Bonus, she's also pregnant and apparently really paving the way in tackling new issues that haven't come up before. But she is really showing that no matter what happens, she has the skills and the knowledge to get the job done. And she steps up to the responsibilities when it's needed. Listener Sarah brought up the stereotype that those with tattoos cannot be taken seriously. While working in an office setting, she had applied for a different position under the same boss. She didn't get the position, but didn't think on it too much other than she didn't get the job. However, at a later time, she overheard her supervisor talking about how, in their opinion, Sarah didn't look professional enough during the interview because of her tattoos. Now, this is a whole other topic, and one we won't dive into on this episode, but while I understand that some businesses may have tattoo policies in place, I don't understand how she was already employed there if this was an issue. Sarah's work performance should have spoken louder than what she looks like. Sarah has also had some feedback about perhaps holding off on certain hair colors because it doesn't look professional. Here's a question for the listeners. Should someone's actions and performances speak louder than what they look like? Listener number four asked to stay anonymous, but they shared their stereotypes of being someone in direct sales, feeling the pressure of others telling them what success should or shouldn't look like, what this person was doing right and what they were doing wrong, the pressure of trying to live up to crazy high expectations of being successful. But to this person, she asked, at what cost? Was it time with her family? Was it losing sleep? She shared in one instance, in every instance of where she felt she was performing less than, it was only later that she would discover what the other people were doing, what they were sacrificing to make that happen. Working hard to ground themselves in their priorities, this person has fought hard against the stereotypes of what a direct salesperson looks like and how do they accomplish their success, let alone defining their own success. This person She doesn't compromise her faith, her family, and her sanity. 
Trying to be a picture-perfect parent is hard enough, let alone working hard to bring home an income. The pressures of what roles each person in a marriage and family should play is hard enough without others in the same field adding more pressure to that. Now, last but not least, we have listener Scott, who shared about the stereotypes and pressures veterans with PTSD have. In his own words, Scott said, Views of veterans, I feel, have changed in the public. I believe veterans are often viewed as damaged in life and in the workplace. We have been viewed as fragile or easy to set off. In public, a limited view of effects of PTSD are often just domestic violence or alcoholism. Scott also shared that along with lifelong symptoms of PTSD, the numbers of suicidal vets is high, how difficult it can be for a veteran to go back to adjusting to civilian life and how it can negatively affect marriages. Despite having gone through some tough times himself, Scott is using what he went through to help others as he has started a nonprofit called SODAC22 to help support and assist soldiers during turmoil to be there for those who may be having suicidal thoughts. And he said, we don't judge what people have done that may have caused their present situation. We are here to get you through the first 48 hours. Scott has served in the army and mentioned he had suicidal thoughts and is a survivor. Thank goodness, because he is fighting to change the world and make an impact to help others. In the description of this podcast, you will find a link to Sodak 22. Our hope is that if you know a veteran suffering from PTSD, that you would share this with them and hopefully change or even save a life. I want to take a moment to thank all of our listeners who submitted their answers and their stories. Everyone's had a label put on them and been put in a box. But just because someone else says something about you doesn't mean you have to stay within those limits. Stand up for yourself and know when to set boundaries to protect yourself. Know you are worthy and loved. Thank you listeners for tuning in to our weekly podcast. Tune in next week for a Halloween special of spooky stories. Remember, your story is worth telling. Oh,